do it. The price did. Before she reached the door, a stream of invective assaulted her ears. When she opened the door, the blast hit her. Wormwood. I don't care what it costs, and I don't care if termites get in it. I want wormwood. An extremely well-cared-for woman in her mid-forties shook colored plans in Tazio's face. Mrs. Paulson, I understand, but it's going to slow down the library because it takes months to secure it. I don't care. You'll do what I tell you. Tazio, face darkening, said nothing. Mrs. Paulson spun around on her bright aqua $300 shoes to glare at Harry. Harry's white T-shirt revealed an ample chest, and her jeans hugged a trim body with a healthy tan. Mrs. Paulson paused for a minute, because, even though not of Virginia, she had divined that often the richest people, or the ones with the oldest blood, wore what to her were migrant labor fashions. Carla Paulson wouldn't be caught dead in a white T-shirt in Wranglers. She couldn't fathom why Harry would appear in public looking like a farmhand. She knew Harry in passing, so she switched into lunch lady mode. Tazio stepped around her drafting table. Mrs. Paulson, you remember Harry Harristine. Her mother was a Hepworth, her father a minor. Tazio knew perfectly well that Mrs. Paulson didn't know the bloodlines, but the simple fact that Tazio recited them meant important person. Not that Harry gave a damn. Extending her hand, radiating a smile, the well-groomed woman purred, Of course I remember. Harry politely took her hand, using the exact amount of pressure all those battle axes at Cotillion drilled into her year after year. I can see you've hired the most talented architect in the state, she paused. Love your new wheels. Isn't the interior beautiful? Just bought it last week. Carla Paulson brightened. She checked her diamond-encrusted Rolex. Well, I'll call later for another appointment. Oh, before I forget, Michael McElvoy said he'd be out at the site tomorrow at 11. Tazio wanted to say she had an appointment then, which she did, but if one of the county building inspectors was going to be at the construction site, then she'd better be there too. Michael lived to find fault. Fine. I'll be there. Tazio smiled and walked Mrs. Paulson to the door, while Mrs. Murphy and Pewter jumped on the high chair and onto the drafting table. Those pink erasers thrilled the cats. Tazio even had special white square ones that squeaked when bitten. Brinkley, a young yellow lab rescued by Tazio during a snowstorm at a half-completed building site, chewed his bone. Tucker lay down in front of the wonderful creature and put her head on her paws to stare longingly at the bone. Once Carla Paulson exited, Tazio exhaled loudly. Murphy, pewter, what did I tell you? Harry warned. Murphy batted a square white eraser off the table. Both cats sailed after it. Don't worry about it. I have a carton full of them back in the supply closet. In fact, I'll give you one. She took another breath. That woman is plucking my last nerve. I thought Folly Steinheiser was high maintenance and Penny Lattimore a diva, but Carla is in a class by herself. I can see that. 
Tazio slyly smiled. The diamond Rolex watch is so over the top. Better to wear plain platinum, worth more not showy. In fact, most people think it's steel. Harry leaned on the drafting table. But if Carla owned a platinum Rolex, she'd have to tell everyone it wasn't steel and ruin it, of course. Harry, Tazio laughed. You're so Virginia. Oh, look who's talking. I'm from St. Louis, remember? Doesn't matter. You mentioned that gaudy watch. I didn't. Tazio was half Italian, half African American, and all gorgeous. Her family, prominent in St. Louis, had provided her with the best education as well as a great deal of social poise since her mother was on every committee imaginable. From the time she was small, her mother had marched her to different parties, balls, fundraisers. I'm worn out.